When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know you're getting old when you get that first piece of mail from AARP. <laughs> Dear Mr. Coleman, it's come to our attention. You have recently slipped into the final chapter of your life. <laughs> you're now officially a senior citizen. From now on, you'll eat dinner at Hometown Buffet at 4.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> the enclosed coupon is worth 25% off on a scooter chair. Amazon partnered with AARP to present the new Amazon Echo Silver, the only smart speaker device designed specifically to be used by the greatest generation. It's super loud and responds to any name even remotely close to Alexa, so they can find out the weather. Allegra, what is the weather outside? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Huh? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Where? Outside. What about it? The temperature outside is 74 degrees and sunny. I don't know about that. Pair it to smart devices like your thermostat. Alessandra, turn the heat up. The room is already 100 degrees. Are you trying to kill me, Alize? The new Amazon Echo Silver plays all the music they loved when they were young. Angela, play black jazz. Playing, uh, jazz. <laughs> Amazon Echo Silver. Get yours today. I said get yours today. To order Amazon Echo Silver, send a check or money order to Amazon.com right now. You're listening to Cobras and Fire, your home for music sponsored by the AARP, featuring your hosts, Elsie Fox and Baco.
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and with me, as always, is the aquatic Elsie Fox. How are you this morning, Elsie? I am great. Thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, and how are you? I, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I see you got your uh, your swimmer's legs uh, already primed up for the summer. I do. Absolutely. I, 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 I like the question. I like the adjective. Do you see that I asked how you were doing, too, for once? Yeah, I think that's twice in a row now. Um. Yep. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a caring person on this on this fine Father's Day that we're recording. Yeah, let's test that, yeah. Dad. Uh, what was my response? <laughs> what was your response? It was. Uh, Hmm. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe it was, I'm well, how are you? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, yes, uh, we are recording today on Father's Day, so uh, cheers, buddy. Uh, yeah, cheers. Uh, I, I want to say for the whole forgetful thing, too, uh, last <laughs> night we had we had a, uh, I call it a sack social, a cul-de-sac. Oh, boy. Social, you know, you little, call, little get you together. You that? Uh, well, I'm just saying, it's a cul-de-sac. And everything like that. And anyway, so we had like the six six people, and there's there's three or four neighbors that I met last night for the first time. They introduced themselves, told me their name. I don't remember any of their names already. Like, but instantly, like, like, do you do you have that problem? Like, I don't. I have a real problem with that. Like, hey, my name is Bob, and you're like, great, fuck, I don't even remember what this guy's name is. He just said hello. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's fairly common, especially with your advanced age. Uh, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, in the last two years, uh, the neighbors on both sides of me were are new, mm-hmm. and I know one side, and the other one, I, I don't know, I, I think I don't remember their dog's name, their daughter's name, or the the husband and wife. I just haven't got and, it. But and they, but the, and they, they at one point introduced. Absolutely yes, but I would challenge yeah. them to to remember my name. Uh, the other side though is uh, we we talk a lot more, so that helps. But uh, yeah, I even sure. I even know he has a brand new baby. I know that. The name of that is Killian, and uh, mm-hmm. so anyway. Uh, con- oh, by the way, congratulations to Joel and Cara uh, on your on your new baby. So uh, they, he's a hardcore listener, Joel. My na- Joel, the neighbor. Yeah, I, I think it's just a, a thing of of not really caring about the person that I need to change. Uh, <laughs> you're going to care about what you care about, right? I, I like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I definitely um, in certain circles, especially work related, I try. Try try to remember the names of the people that I'm going to interact with outside right. of the company because you know whatever. You know? you know it took me like 15 episodes to remember your name. Mm. I even yeah I used to wear a name tag to help out with that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so when, when we changed the video, it was much more helpful for me. <laughs> so again, hello, my name is Baco, yeah. right there on the chest. That's why I made that Baco shirt that I wore in uh, Nashville. So <laughs> That's right. People. That. Yeah, uh, I'm Baco. Yes, uh, yeah. if, if you're wondering, but uh, anyway, uh, so I, I want to give you some kudos, Dad. Uh, you are uh, actually volunteering to referee swim meets for your children. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. Yes. If anybody is uh, of the cult of swim meets, uh, as as we we discussed, you were part of the cult as, mm-hmm. as a child at one yep. point, right during the summer. Uh, yeah, it basically, was a way for my parents to they would drop us off at the pool, <laughs> go to work, and come <laughs> get us afterwards. Yeah, oh yeah, I was there. I mean, I took swim lessons. I think starting in kindergarten, 
and I took them through, I don't know, third or fourth grade. I can't, I can't really remember. But we would do like, now it doesn't sound like it's what you're doing. This was, our meets were just organized with the swim lessons. It was part of that. You know, we mm. were in a small town in Medford, Minnesota. There was nobody traveling to, to raise Baco in a pool. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, and uh, the weird thing here, a humble brag here, uh, there, there's two things athletically that I, I adapted to pretty naturally in swimming and basketball. Uh, I was easily the best swimmer uh, in in my class. Now, before someone shits on me and thinks I'm making some claims, I was not on a path to be a competitive swimmer. Of the 40 kids I went to school with, I was the best. And basketball, kind of the same thing, too. Now, I kind of fucked myself on basketball because I ended up moving to Owatonna for high school. And my senior year, our basketball team uh, won the, the state tournament. Uh, I would have definitely been good enough to, to make that team. I don't know about a starter, but uh, in Medford, I was I was pr- pretty, pretty fucking good, man. For a Medford kid, I was a good basketball player. But... Swimming, yeah, I, th- I think uh, I, I I befriended a couple of the instructors, and they allowed me to take the lifeguard test uh, second or third grade. I was like nine or ten years old, and mm-hmm. I passed. Now, obviously, I, I can't be hired to be a lifeguard at that age, but uh, I was quite proud of that. Uh, and I'm surprised I haven't bragged about that at some point prior to this. For the longest time, that was the, the way I would score ladies. He's like, yeah, when I was 10. <laughs> now, now, first, we had to make sure uh, this was wearing the banana hammock, yeah? yeah oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's no, that's, I'm that's sure the only ones you shirts. had back then. I'm saying that back in the day, mm. you know, that was what you were your Speedo, you know, you, you got you got up there. And, and but but like ice, ice, uh, first off. Uh, well done. I'm just right now. I think we got the art. Both of us with just ripped six packs. <laughs> We're in a speedo on the on yeah. the thing because I also was a swimmer. I swam mm. from like six six years old all the way till uh, senior year of high school. So I was doing that. Wow, that that stuff too. And uh, but but thinking so back the about LC it, LC Junior is kind of following Dad's footsteps. Uh, let's see. Okay. Let's see like that. But but now the kids have a much more attractive uh, outfit. I think. Um, which is the one the Phelps like the the compet- the swimmers wear now, which is basically like a you know like an actual shorts mm-hmm. but tight you know like a biker shorts or whatever yeah. like that that's that's the look because I just don't I mean here's the thing like like I'll just break this down real quick and everything it was a proud dad moment okay it's Father's Day so mm-hmm. we get to talk a little bit yeah. about this you know, before we get into the rock and roll and that is that my son was super nervous he'd never been a meet before, you know, um, getting in front of, and it's, it's a big club. It's like, like, like 50, 60 kids per team, mm-hmm. you know, like there's, you know, there's a swarm wow. of people there. You're getting on the block and, and I'm thinking like this, okay, if you have a little bit of anxiety and stuff like that about, you know, doing stuff in front of a bunch of people, if you went to somebody and say, Hey, I tell you what, at your job tomorrow, here's what you need to do. I need you to do something you don't know how to do very well for the first time in front of a, in front of hundreds of people. And by the way, put on this little tiny little, uh, you know, <laughs> little, like take off all your clothes and put on this this little yeah. banana hammock and do it in front of all these people. And by the way, don't fuck up, you know. So all these kids, I give props to all these kids. And of course, the the, the clothing thing is not a big deal when you're a little kid. But same thing, you know, you're you're performing and he did well. Did, did well on his and his uh, uh, all of his events, and then he got done. And he's like, I really like that. You know nice. what I mean? He 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 enjoyed it. So it was uh, it was a cool thing to see. That's and, all. I and of say. course, he you know with you uh, being the judge, uh, he's getting all the calls. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should say too, real quick too, uh, for those that don't understand the whole culture, this is something they don't tell you is like, here, your kid needs to be in a sw- swim club. And by the way, the meets start, your kid has to be there at six ten in the morning. Mm. They're all outdoor pools. It's like a hundred events, five or six hours for the day, blazing hot sun. It's uh, and yeah, you get to be a, you get to be a volunteer and by volunteer is you give the club a $350 check. And if you don't show up for your volunteer activities, they cash it. <laughs> wow. What? All five. You have to show up for all five meets and do do your do your duty, wow. be it at the concession stand. So it's like volunteer with ransom. I just think it's hilarious. That's probably a pretty good move. I know, especially at the amateur level, at, they're having a hard time getting referees and umpires and stuff for a lot of these these sports. Uh, because of all the angry parents that, that get in their grills, uh, this is a way to make sure you do it, I guess. Uh, you know, <laughs> so have you had any, any, uh, you know, I got to assume that, uh, you're pretty much a hard ass with your calls. Uh, did, <laughs> have you had any parents just kind of get in your face over, uh, a, something they disagreed with? Uh, yeah, like yesterday I, I just, you know, the kids are doing butterfly and if you know anything about that, you have to kick with both your feet together mm-hmm. and they're just at like a little flutter kick or whatever like that. So I had to, I had to call it. You just go, you go like heat what? So you have to do this whole thing. You go like, you go like heat 75. I mean, I'm sorry. Event 75, heat two, lane three, disqualification, flutter kick on the butterfly. And you got to do this like radio thing into the judge. Yeah. And then, then I get, it actually, it was one of the parents that was another official and they go, they get up on the mic. They're like, they're like, uh, excuse me, do you mean Lane? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, uh, Jesus Christ, it's fucking 10 in the morning. Yeah. These are like children here. You know what I mean? And it was a whole thing. It was like, that was the the uh, the boys race. This is the girls race. So it's it's a how whole thing. People get all up in arms. How old, how, eight years old. The, the, you disqualified an eight-year-old. That's what I want <laughs> That's to get right. at. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> I called it. I'm like, get the Fuck out of here oh, with your flutter, your flutter kick bullshit. <laughs> Lazy Get to ass. practice. Learn what you're. That's learn, right. Learn how to fucking swim, you little dipshit. Yeah, this ain't, <laughs> this ain't freestyle, bitch. Oh god, yeah. So I love it. I love it all day. Just disqualifying kids to <laughs> crushing dreams. I love it. Yeah, one kid seems to get miss all the calls though. Uh, yeah, I all- just I, I was like I threw down my headset and I was like, "Fuck it, cash my check for three fifty. I'm staying here all day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll pay for this shit. <laughs> I can't wait for next week. Goddamn right. Uh, so, do you guys travel, or is it all this one big area and everybody just comes for it? It's it's travel within like a fifteen minute. It's all these neighborhoods yeah. that just you have a neighborhood pool, just like the, the population is. Like uh, when we were younger, like in Indiana, you had to travel because there just wasn't that many kids. Like and for, not for that many pools. That I remember. Yeah. There you go. But here there's just tons. So in uh, Indiana, anyway. you do it in a river. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. It's actually a creek. Creek. <laughs> it's a crick, actually. C-R-I-K. Say it, say it correctly.
should say to you, you know, happy Father's Day or happy Grandfather's Day. Still the only grandfather <laughs> podcaster out there in the, I think in, that's for music contested. podcasts. Uh, really? I'm going to take it. Let's just go with it. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, we're the tallest podcast. Yeah. Best looking uh, podcast. Best looking, thinnest, and uh, only grandfather. And oldest. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. oldest, yeah, apparently. Uh, we were the first podcast, if I recall. Uh, first one. <laughs> A lot of firsts for our show. A lot of firsts, yes. Um... Mm-hmm. Oh, first and o- we should actually call this sh- this, this this podcast first and onlys. Mm. What do you think? Ooh, I like that. That could that could be a new sidecast. Hey, I just came up with a new term, sidecast. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Take it, write it down, make it yours. <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> Heard it here first. Uh, but thank you. Yes, uh, uh, two step kids uh, and a whole bunch of kitties. So mm-hmm. um, uh, and a grandpa. So that's right. So let's get down to the rock, man. Yeah, People don't get, care about us. No, let's get no, to they the, don't. They, they no, don't. they don't. <laughs> Based on the comments on social media, they do not give two fucks yeah. about Elsie or Baco. That's correct. Uh, which is fine. Um, yeah. Anyway, we love little Taylor Hawkins news. Uh, now, I will. I would like to just point out something that I, I thought would be a little more wrapped up right now, um, because we're a few months past uh, his his passing, and there still is not an official cause of death. Released just just that quick report out of Columbia. I'm not sure the reasoning for that or, or the legality or if if it's one of those things that like guess what? Unless somebody wants it to be out there, it's never going to be. I really don't know how that works. The Foo Fighters did announce they're doing a pair of uh, shows, uh, kind of in tribute of Taylor's uh, life and and career with the band. Uh, the first one being September 3rd in London at Wembley Stadium, and then the second one being on uh, September 27th at in Los Angeles, California at the Forum. Tickets are on sale now for anybody that thinks they can make the trip. But the the big news there is they did announce uh, some special guests and some pretty heavy hitters. Would you like me to kind of run down who's going to be, uh, I don't know, joining them? I believe this is at both shows, but I'm sure some of this is, you know, subject, subject to change considering how many people are involved. Yeah, yeah, just, just start reading them. All right, you got uh, Jane's Addiction drummer Chris Cheney, the Police drummer uh, Stuart Copeland. I know that was a uh, um, one of Taylor's favorite drummers. Anyway, okay. Oh, and this is going to get the the cockles over at uh, Decibel Geek fired up. Uh, Miley Cyrus uh, is going to be there. Uh, mm. Does a great cover of uh, Metallica. I heard. Yes. Uh, no, that was Hannah Montana, not Miley. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I get confused. A drummer named Omar. Apparently, he's a jazz drummer. I'm just not familiar. Omar Hakim. I'm sorry. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age vocalist and guitarist Josh Hami and drummer Theodore, or drummer John Theodore. Joan Jett's going to be there. Uh, Getty Lee, Alex Lifeson, Brian May, uh, Roger Taylor, who I recently found out was the drummer for Queen. You motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Mick Ronson. Uh, and this is, uh, I'm actually interested to see what he would, he's going to do here, but apparently Gene Simmons is going to be there. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, we'll come back to that one. Uh, okay. Molly Crew bassist, uh, Nikki Six, uh, Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Rage Against the Machine drummer, Brad Wilk, Darkness drummer, Rufus Taylor, The Struts frontman, Luke Spiller, Alanis Morissette, uh, and uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. 
Now, a couple of those I'd like to touch on and get your thoughts on. Now, I'm curious what Gene is going to do with the Foo Fighters. This is kind of out of his comfort zone. He's not really known as, like, get up on stage and jam guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't see that one on the original list. I, I did, I, I'm just Yeah, it impressed. was added uh, a couple days oh. after. Okay. Yeah, I'm just impressed that... I'm just glad that there's a top 100 guitarist there with Joan Jett. Truth, logic, and common sense. Exactly. Uh, first thing I thought of, too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, Ted Nugent's uh, no. still waiting for his invite. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, again, you have to be in the top 100. Yeah. Um, to get on this list, absolutely. But no, it's it's a cool mix of everybody. I'm sure it's going to be a, a nice uh, night. And I, and I didn't read that much into it, but is, is the Foo Fighters like the band and they rotate people in? Is that kind of what's I haven't happening? seen details specifically what they're going to do, but you notice there's a lot of drummers on there. So it's clear that they're right. going to have... Uh, sure. Um, a lot of different people that probably were friends of Taylor's or, uh, you know, people that, you know, Taylor looked at as, as an influence for his own drumming. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure that'll be rotating, but that's maybe Gene will play, uh, uh, some drums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that guy with any sticks in his hand. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, he puts one stick in there a lot. Uh, hey now. Hey. All right. That's on only on black and white, vi- uh, videos though with, uh. What, what's the what's the song playing in the back of that one? I, Some kind of like journey I, song. I don't, I don't know. know. You know what I'm talking about, I right? Do, I do know what you're okay. talking about. Okay, that's my favorite yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your favorite one? It's Lamageddon in the Gene video. Oh you my got those god! In uh, rotation. Um, but yeah, what about Nikki Six? That's also kind of an odd one. I'm curious what he's going to do. They'll have a bass off. <laughs> you think? Nikki no? and Gene just get up there and do their Nikki Six and Gene Simmons bass off. Now, do, 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 do. I do, do think Gene um, has shown some proficiency at other instruments besides bass. And as far as playing in a uh, in a band or a song setting, I've always think I've always I feel Gene is a little unappreciated as a bass player. Let's put him that. Of course, way. Uh, and you know, largely to his own design, he doesn't he wants to be known as other shit instead. Yeah, but no. Nikki, I, I do think Nikki's a decent songwriter and lyricist, but yeah, I, I yeah. don't think he's a terribly terribly talented musician. So and he doesn't sing. So I'm curious, he's just going to come up there and uh, play bass on yeah, I don't know uh, all my I, life. <laughs> the one thing that I'm looking forward to is is if Gene just shows up in his robe again. <laughs> That's his move. <laughs> is he just anytime he's not exiting Kiss and he gets on stage, he's like, "Fuck it, it worked once. It was a hit." He yeah. just goes with what it works, a, right? It's a hit. He just shows up in random like slippers and stuff. I think that's the move, man. Mm. Yeah, that's what they want him hit there for. You know, Dave Grohl's got a good sense of humor. Yeah. He'd like he'd like something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what song would... <clears throat> I mean, seriously, though, because we are a Kiss-centric, uh, or Kiss-adjacent, mm. I should say, uh, podcast. What is a song that's of the Foo Fighters that maybe... I'm assuming they want him to maybe, do some kind of vocals, right? Maybe or, they're or, going to play a Kiss song and he's going to come out. And maybe... Well, that would be the easy thing, but And still, maybe the same with I mean, Nikki Six, but... Sure. No, just but but for Nikki Six, he's not singing. So anyway, or whatever. Uh, it's cool. I'd like to see what the the jam turns out to be. Uh, and then I'm assuming that all the ticket. Uh, I guess they're just going to like the fund for his family. I would assume. You know, I, I, like I, it has to be Maybe. something like that. Yeah, they're they're raising yeah. some money. Um, but I, I honestly don't know. Is all I'm getting at. I, all I got is the poster and the the press release. So. Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen kind of popped out at me, but then I'm like, well, I guess, fuck, what do I know? I maybe this guy was tight with these guys. I just, I don't, it just, it, I think largely him and Miley because, you know, probably their age. 
Uh, but, yeah. but fuck, Miley's got to be 40 now. <laughs> I keep forgetting how long she's been around. Well, what I would say, too, is that they probably have Wolfgang Van Halen there because they're going to play Panama. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like, we want you to come. And hey. he's like, motherfucker, God damn it. Real quick. Uh, yeah. The best Van Halen song of all time. So. <laughs> did get some grief from some asshole on social media. I'm going to, because he was kind of a dick, I'm going to go ahead and use his name. He went out on Twitter, and so if he, All right. fuck him. Jeffrey William Jones. Wolf Van Halen rides his daddy's talent and gets invited to, remember, a drumming legend? Like a question? Had you been born to any other parents, you'd be nothing in the music world. I don't know about you, but I didn't get to pick my parents. You know, so I, 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 I always... Look, say what you want about Wolf. Maybe you like him, maybe you don't. I, that, that's that's just personal preference. But it's not his fault. His dad is Eddie Van Halen, for fuck's sake. But, of course, Wolfie, he likes to engage these guys. So he said, yes, he responded. Yes, my dad, who hasn't been alive for two years, had Dave Grohl call me and invite me to participate. <laughs> Spot on, Jeffy. <laughs> Uh, happy belated birthday, by the way. Um, the funny thing about people like you who hate me is that you leave me no room for improvement, that my fault is something completely uncontrollable. So, hey, I'm sorry I was born. I didn't mean, I did not mean my existence to offend you. <laughs> Jeffrey, that's kind of unnecessary. I did you see my comment on that feed, too? I did not. Oh, I, it's right there. It's, it just says, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your parents. Exactly. Boom! Ah, you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your parents. That's right. Friends so I, I showed him. I, I'm, I'm good on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, didn't, I had no idea you were on there. Uh, had that little meme of a guy with a big, big pick nose going on there. So uh, I like to engage. This does look like a cool event, though. Um... Of course, no matter what the 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 Foo Fighters typically know how to put on a show and things of that nature. So I'm curious if this thing is be- up, 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 up. okay. We talked about it before. If you say things of that nature, you have to take off an article of clothing. <laughs> All right, I took a flip flop off. Okay. All right, kids. I'm not sure if that episode's out yet, but uh, if I say if I say the point being, I take off something. You just said it, so. Oh, that, God damn! Okay, take this off. Here we go. You're getting hot in here, man. Oh boy, yeah. I, I bet you people f- were hoping this is a live stream, <laughs> or they're happy it's not. Yeah, uh, got to our OnlyFans page for that. But uh, I, I'm curious if this thing is going to be uh, live streamed or like you know available for like you know purchased you know to to check it out because I'd probably do something like that. I don't. I'm not flying to London though. No. Okay. No. Fair enough. Not for this. The cool thing is that Tyson Leslie is uh, is organizing the whole thing too. <laughs> uh, I think he it's, was it's going to, but uh, he has two weeks of the Kiss Cruise at the same time. So that's true. Yeah. Those things are hard, though. I mean, I mean they, they, those the event. If this event goes off and it's like efficient, mm-hmm. like next next, and there's not time in between, then I think it'll be a great event. If there's pauses, that just brings everything down, man. 
it's all I gotta say for those type of special. Sure, events. yeah, you know, and, and look, you know, these like because they did a Prince tribute here with uh, a lot of like I don't know heavy hitters coming mm-hmm. up, play. and it was kind of more what you just described. You know, there was like yeah. they would play like two songs and then they'd have kind of a, a weird little changeover with maybe somebody speaking to the audience. Sometimes you just, you know, um, they do that thing at uh, Rock Timber. I'm not sure if it's doing this year. It's, uh, fuck, it's uh, Scrap Metal, the, right. the Nelson Boys put together. That's always like that. It's like, yeah, right. we're, now we're going to have uh, Tom Hamilton. And uh, then it's like five minutes of like uh-huh. hugs, you know, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. There's going to be too much goddamn hugging every time somebody walks on stage. Sorry for your loss, bro, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't mean to be cynical, but, you know, like, put up, put on the show and, and, and have that stuff. There'll be time backstage to, to hug it out. Here's what I like, though, is that, the, you know, these kind of things, to be serious for a second, uh, that, you know, Dave Grohl and the, and the guys are going out, you know, and doing this versus you know they're taking some time off and you know now they're doing kind of a celebration. I think it's the right way to right way to do it is what I mean. You didn't know how long they would be gone is my point. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still not sure what my prediction is as far as long term. I, I gotta believe at some point the machine is just too big and and the, they're mm-hmm. in a good spot to, to just call it quits. But who knows? You know what I mean? It, it's really probably just down to whatever Dave wants to do. There is a secret.
about treating myself to a little pre-Father's Day purchase, I picked up the first soundboard series I've ever bought from the KISS soundboard deal, um, <laughs> Donington 96. This is the first one that even piqued my interest, I should say. Uh, of, of the three they put out? We I think you're right, it's three. Okay. Yeah, anyway, the other two, one was the fucking Rock the Nation tour in 2004. Yeah. Uh, where they're basically turned into robots. And then the other one was, what, uh, 2001 <laughs> with with Eric Singer instead of Peter, but still had Ace. So uh, this one has right. the original four on the reunion tour in 96 at Donington, which is now called Download. Is that right? I, I think so. Because okay. I think they just played it again, just like now. Yes, except for this time they were actually you know performing um, back in 96. <laughs> Continue. And anyway, uh, really happy with it. Uh, it, it, it uh, I've listened to the I listened to the first one. I did not listen to the uh, Rock the Nation one because I went to that and I didn't need to relive that horror. Mm-hmm. But uh, the uh, I, I was pleased with the overall sound quality. the The set list is, there wasn't much change on that whole tour. I think a couple songs in and out um, from beginning to end. But it uh, the band. I don't know. This this is what I think of. This is this is why they should have stopped back then, because this could be the last memory I have of them. Kind of deal. The that that last hurrah with Ace and Peter. They sounded great, uh, and you know it's live. There's a couple flubs here and there. Some weird Paul Stanley, you know, specific to Donington rant and raps. He has a nice little "Don't Drive Drunk" uh, speech for everybody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nice. Peter sounds good. Everybody on it. And I, I, you've been nitpicking Gene, I understand. But I, I went back and listened to just a, one more song after we talked, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, he sounds fine. You know, I, I think. Look, it, it, it also doesn't sound perfectly polished and produced. It sounds like a soundboard recording, and that's what I wanted. And I, I've talked about it before. I like the packaging. I think it's cool. I went and and after I talked to you briefly yesterday, I'd listened to it really quick. Um, and kind of in the pa- background, and then this time I've listened to it on on uh, headphones, everything. And <clears throat> I think I uh, this was I think the actual date is like July, end of July, ninety six. Mm-hmm. And I think the tour started in June or May or so. Okay, when, when the reunion started. The reason I mention that is I saw them on like their third date um, in Louisville, and it was good, but there was a little rough and everything. And this is the zone where I think that kind of that that when you watch some bootlegs of this tour, that you're you're getting them when they're firing in all cylinders. And here's what I like about this recording and why I recommend it is it reminds me of like this uh, Stones recording from 73 that was like a bonus on uh, Goat's Head Soup. And the reason I mention that is that on the left channel is Paul Stanley's rhythm and then on the right is Ace. And on certain songs... Uh, the only lineup of the band that should ever play Strutter is the original. Strutter on this on this fucking live mm-hmm. recording sounds amazing. The interplay of the the rhythm has always been really cool between Ace and, and Paul, how that song in particular works. But the drumming, only Peter can play Strutter. That and I think the uh, the version of 100,000 Years are really big standouts. He sounds great on a Black Diamond. Yeah, I think that Gene just sounds a little hoarse. That's it. He didn't sound terrible, but I'm saying Paul sounds fucking amazing. Yeah. The enunciations, like he goes balls out on like, even like hearing a song that they play all you know, the set list is whatever it is. It's 17 tracks. It's more of like a, a fest because I think they were playing like 22 or 23. Okay. They're playing it as a, as a real one. So it's a little shortened, condensed. 
But I mean, it doesn't feel that way. I mean, it's still, yeah, it's still a full show. Uh, the one thing I'll, I will make a little joke on too, because gotta have some critical thought is the, uh, the drum solo and God of Thunder. I think that Peter Chris falls asleep on his drums at one point because it keeps getting slower and slower and slower. Like, but, but overall, I mean, I, you listen to it, you can hear Ace is fucking aces on this goddamn mm-hmm. live thing. Like he is just ripping, tearing it up. It's a good quality recording. I like the fact that it's raw. And you know what? And again, Paul's voice, amazing. So Ace does it. sound like he might be tuned up just a little bit. You know what I mean? He's got a, okay. a nice little buzz going. Uh, but but nothing that uh, you know interferes with the performance level of. You know, they had a, maybe a couple drinks before he went on stage. Is all. Yeah, but, and oddly, I think I think Peter's again. I, I'm a I'm a critical bastard. Oddly, Peter's drumming I think gets better on the second half. Of the concert than the first. Oh, he's but warming anyway. up. He's an old man. Got to get that. That's what it is. You know, he's got his little cappuccino next to him. But yeah. Like uh, see anyway. Him. Well, I'm. There you go. There's some positivity for uh, us about Kiss for Matt Porter. All right. In other news here, uh, a band that's near and dear to both of us, uh, Judas Priest, kind of got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently. We didn't talk about this at the time because. There's just been too much Mitch Malloy news going on. <laughs> I get asked that a lot. That's right. <laughs> Last few months. But I did want to get into this. Uh, I'll share my thoughts and kick it to you. Basically, I, of course, Judas Priest gets in, but they get in on the Musical Excellence Award, which is, I don't even sure, my understanding, doing some research, this was just kind of invented to get Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band in uh, by themselves or something like that. Uh, so, look, they're, they're in... But it's not with the main, you know, straight up people. Or I don't even what know what the the difference is there. How it's dis, how they distinct between the two. Right. But I just again, it's just like just everybody fuck off. I'm I'm tired of uh, just. What does that? Yeah. What does it even mean? It means you're in in the rock and roll fame, but you don't have access to level C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you have restricted access? Are you like general admission level and not on the? The, the winners the, of the musical excellence award have to pay for their own table. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's it's like it's like you see all the tables all sitting yeah. down, and, and Judas Priest has to stand up in the back of the room and watch. <laughs> yeah, they don't like, get they don't get behind a, table a rope. No chairs, no tables. You just kind of stand in the back. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, you fuck. Fuck this. Look at like, I don't. I don't have any fresh rant on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but of course, this is how Priest gets in. If you want some bonus Cobra with some decibel geek, is a kicker. You know, listen to our. Um, what was it? The the what do they call it? The throwdown. The throw the bracket brawl. Bracket brawl and everything. We did a little uh, Friday Night Live where we took the top albums of, of 82 and we put Screaming for Vengeance is the winner. Mm-hmm. I think that that album and a, and a handful is legitimizes them into there. I think it's just a, a, a top hard rock album. So Yeah, I, I don't, you don't need to try too hard to make a solid argument for Priest getting in there. It's the fact that it's heavy metal and right. uh, whatever. I just... yeah, I'm just saying, like, like even some of our favorites, you know, you put them against that album, for example, that's and we are experts in our field. Is of course, my point. That, yeah. that that right there should have we they they probably saw that 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 clip and we're like we have to put them in. They we we put it, we put uh, Priest in uh, basically on on our performance on uh, Friday Night Bracket Live. Brawl. Yes, All that's right. what I'm saying. That was what pushed it. I like that theory. It uh, it it uh, gives us credit that we didn't yeah. earn. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always down with that. So yeah, advocates for rock and roll. All right, Aaron, Chris, Baco. LC. 
I have one other quick hitter then uh, that uh, kind of talks about. You, you mentioned falling asleep on the drums. Uh, there's a band called Kingdom Come that recently played Sweden Rock Fest, I believe. And um, now these guys got a little bit of fame in the late 80s. They were actually the opening band. They were the opening band on the Monsters of Rock tour with uh, Van Halen, Scorpions, Dokken, and the soon-to-be just massive Metallica. I was... That's probably the day that I realized Metallica, you know, that, that was my takeaway from uh, my quick synopsis, Kingdom Come, not that bad. Uh, Metallica, I had no idea. They were as huge as they were that day. Um, Dokken, uh, they basically seem to be fighting with their equipment uh, instead of each other. And the Still Scor- jealous you saw that, by the way. <laughs> the Scorpions are basically fucking robots. And Van Halen with Sammy was pretty cool. Uh, that 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 was my takeaway there. Yeah, no, it was a it was a it was a really cool concert. I'm glad I got to go to it. Kingdom Come recently played earlier in the day. Uh, still, there's still kind of that opening band at a festival. <laughs> That's right. They're still opening. Uh, I know their singer Lenny Wolf is no longer with them, but uh, James Kotak. I I didn't really know that he was a, an original member of of Kingdom Come. Apparently, really. Yeah. Uh, so he was on that tour I saw back in whenever, but he was recently kicked out of the Scorpions. We talked about him a, a while ago for some shitty kind of, I think, racist tweets. Uh, but apparently he's he got a bit of a drinking problem, and that's why he's not in the Scorpions anymore. They didn't mind mm. that he was a racist. They just, he, he drank too much. Right. Well, because liquid rusts robots. There you go. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, and anyway, one of the reviewers... Apparently Kingdom Come was just disastrous at this thing. And one of the reviewers said, I don't know that if I've ever witnessed somebody falling asleep while playing drums, but I'm pretty sure James Kotak did. Stevie Rochelle kind of shared this story. That's where I first found out about it was on Metal Sludge. And then, of course, he threw in his own synopsis that like and and he said, are we going to wait too long like we did with Janie? Do we need him to become the next Janie Lane? And I don't think James Kotak is a big enough a name to to have that comparison. No. Uh, he's I, no cherry pie guy. Exactly. But uh, he is talking about the, we saw signs of abuse with with Janie for a long time right. until it was too late. And I think that was the point he was trying to make here. I think it's a little, look, he, I've heard his explanation on this. I just disagree with it. But Metal Sludge basically mocked Janie Lane for a long time. And now that he's dead, they kind of talk about how, hey, we need to step in and, and be more proactive. And maybe that's some guilt, but that's not how he's explained it in the past. Said, I was just trying to help Janie th- that whole time. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know that Stevie Rochelle's the right guy. He's a, he's a straight edge, right? Like, he's uh, he, not a drinker or drugs or anything like that? I don't know. Okay, I think so, but I'm if not, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Sure. I, yeah. Uh, and a lot of times those guys... They think they have the secret to everything, like Gene, you know what I mean? Uh, just don't do drugs and walk behind Paul Stanley for 40 years, and you'll be successful. I don't know if James has a drinking problem or not. He says he fell out of bed and broke four ribs. What? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, there are a lot of ribs being broken exactly, in the drumming world. Yeah. Uh, so we got, we got falling asleep on drums and breaking ribs. So drummers are, are uh, taking a hit in this episode. Good Lord. That, so he said, yeah, he was playing slow, um, but he wasn't hammered. He just was doing his best to get through a show, something that somebody else was not able to do. Anyway, fell out of bed while he was sleeping and broke four ribs. Um, uh, but again, is he a toddler? How did he fall out of bed? I'm not sure. What, like, <laughs> <laughs> is he, is, the problem is he sleeps in a bunk bed. <laughs> you got to put that rail up there. You know you're what? Maybe that was what it, maybe, maybe it was one I of those bus bunks. Maybe that's what oh, he, uh, I mean, it's yeah. possible, I guess. You know? that, that's, a, that's true. 
I mean, I mean, uh, I just think it's hilarious just thinking about. I don't know. I don't know. I can. I couldn't pick James this this character from a lineup. I don't know what he looks like, but I'm just imagining him like Blabbermouth only has yeah. one picture of him. <laughs> oh, of course it is, because it's got to be a, a a classic one, like right up the nose or whatever, like that from the angle and stuff. They always make people look so good in that. Um, it's like, hey, what's the mugshot you you least want me to use? We'll use that one. Yeah. Anyway, he just slams him Jaeger down, crawls up the little. The little ladder up to his bunk bed gets all snuggled in and falls out and breaks two, breaks two ribs. I just love that image. Uh, do you think he has Star Wars uh, for uh, sheets too? <laughs> uh, ET ET sheets never changed them. Same from since eighty two. I'm trying to think of something a little more racist. What kind? Of, what would a racist have for just plain white sheets? I suppose in case you got to oh. go to a rally. <laughs> A rocker out there that uh, clearly has no problem poking fun at himself or having a good sense of humor about who he is. And then it's Tracy Guns, because he was kind enough to share this latest piece of gold uh, on social media, and that's where I saw it. Uh, it's a screenshot of the AARP website with uh, events in your area, and it's uh, Sonic Slam featuring Cinderella's Tom Kiefer, L.A. Guns, and Faster Pussycat. So <laughs> brought to you by AARP. If that doesn't tell you you're getting old as fuck, Nothing else does. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, you've got your AARP card, right? I, I've i already got, I, I get the things in the mail all the time. Yeah. Seriously, oh, I, I do. Get, yeah, like I, I, Actually, you know, what, my wife gets them more than I do. But I'll be like, does that mean that I can sign up for this and they don't know my age? Because I think you have to be 60. I think it's 50 or 55. Oh, that's all it is now? Oh, okay. I think it's always been that, something like that. Uh, It's not, I know when I first found out how old it was, I was like, well, I guess it's not as old as I thought. First thing I'm imagining, though, is is the AARP starting to sponsor these type of tours (laughs) and them going to old folks' home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like the, the things you would see like in a bingo hall. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. What if this means that our generation, if we grab enough of them, that that's the AARP tour and it's all those 80s bands lining up. That's 
That's the way that you rebrand. That's a rebrand. Think about that. When we were young, you, you imagine what an old folks home was. Mm-hmm. I think our generation is going to rock up the old folks home. It's like, fuck Maybe. yeah, man. We're going to party. Fucking not. It's not going to be shuffleboard and uh, 78 records playing some weird, I don't know, Chattanooga, Chattanooga choo-choo or something like that. No, we're fucking, we're booking L.A. guns. You know, I, I just want to be in an elevator and, and, you know, hear the elevator music version of it be like, hold on for a second. Is this smooth up in you? Yeah, man. Ah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, I could. Uh, <laughs> I really hope someday I'm in an ele- elevator and uh, the music is smooth up. <laughs> right? God, God damn! And then you just like Fuck pop yeah. it and it brings me back to '88. Oh man! Hey, let's uh, shift gears to uh, another tour that maybe is on the AARP website as well. This is, comes to your area. You and I were skeptical for quite some time that this was even going to happen, but much mm-hmm. to our chagrin, the stadium tour is launched. They've done two dates as of this recording, uh, and uh, before we get into the headline of this, I want to talk a bit about poison, if I could. Uh, Please. Uh, somebody baited me, and I took the bait, uh, and said, mm-hmm. "Man, I don't." Was there something? Oh, sorry. Oh, I, okay. I was I just, I was just gonna. I was just gonna gonna say that uh, what would be great for for an opening for Poison is just them to replay that bandana folding video just right before <laughs> they got on stage. Like that's their that's their walkout video. <laughs> The hype video, yeah. The hype video, yeah. Everybody's in the audience kind of watching, like, doing their own bandana tie. Hello, my friends. It's Brett. Uh, A lot of people ask me about the Brett Michaels patented headband diamond fold, all right? For the old bandana to fit any size head, it is like this, all right? You spread this thing out like this. You bring this thing up to about, about there, a little past the middle, right? Then you take the other end. You bring it all the way to here, right where it touches that other outside line like this. Then you can flip this like this, this like this, and here's what I want to say. Straighten it out, adjust any size. You want to go a little tighter, you bring it in. You want to go a little wider, you bring it out. Fits any head. That is on the house. Thank you for all the great years. Enjoy the patented Brett Michaels Diamond Fold and go rock the world. But anyway, somebody uh, posted a video of them playing, I think, uh, Nothing But A Good Time. And it was basically like, you know, Vince sounds like shit. These bands, Poison's blown everybody off the stage. They sound fucking amazing. So I I watched it. Uh, And I've seen Poison live, and I've seen Brett Michaels live, and whatever. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's good enough. that that, I'll I'll give him that. But Brett, (laughs) he does. Look, Vince gets kind of crapped on for for legitimate reasons for doing his every other word kind of thing and not always sounding good. Brett doesn't even fucking sing. He kind of talks, and he does the same thing Vince does. Not to the level he does. But he'll kind of like skip a word or drag one word out, and he's just kind of skibbity boops like this. <laughs> and put on the again. Uh, what's the skibbity boop? Skippity boop. Skippity boop. Uh, but he, uh, you know, look again. Whatever. If you like poison, I'm sure the show is fine. Uh, I, 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 I think part of the reason they sound so good is that their their songs are so fucking easy to play. <laughs> it's 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 really hard to to not make you. It, the hardest thing to do when you're playing a poison song is stay awake. Uh, as a musician. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> you, you sound like somebody whose mama don't dance. Oh, man. Talk about a band that should not do covers. Anyway. Your mama don't dance and your body like the skippity-doo. Skippity-boo? Skippity-boo or skippity-boo? I want to make sure I don't 
skippity bop, skippity bop, and your baba. I like it. But uh, I'm no, not listening to been all. Can you do a whole poison song just saying skippity bop? <laughs> Unskippity bop. Unskippity bop. They already have one. Unskippity bop. Uh, Hold on. Let me grab my bass. Do, 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 do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and Dude, that was coming. Uh, look, yeah, not to shit on them too much, but I thought it was like apparently he's been doing this a while, CC DeVille, but he whipped out Eruption as a tribute Ooh. to Eddie Van Halen. And- be poison make your money do your stuff and by the way there was a uh, a video that brett michael shared of them in the rehearsal kind of like saying hey don't forget we're going to be out there opening up for dev leopard and motley crew and, and meanwhile you got cc deville all the guys in the background they're all just kind of hovering around but yeah. but cc yeah, yeah. what's going on with his teeth it's more like two teeth he has like just mm. one solid upper tooth and one. That's solid the C and the C. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's unnaturally bright white. Mm. You know, it, it's it's like what is going on? Apparently, uh, he must be gumming it, and then he has these kind of like weird choppers going. But, huh. uh, and then uh, well. everybody had fun because apparently he had a giant kind of mountain man beard, and his natural hair color is black. Uh-huh. Uh, and I saw a headline like CC Deville shaves beard in time for tour. Like, you understand? An explosion for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? What do you mean in time? Like, literally, he could have done it ten minutes before they went on stage. Wow. He got it shaved in time. Uh, It's just, I don't know. So silly. And then you know, lovely wig. But my God, unrecognizable though. I don't know if you saw that picture he shared of him. You know, with that gnarly ass beard. Um, Hmm. But it was uh, pretty fucked up. Anyway, thoughts. No, just uh, I've seen uh, Poison unintentionally many times. I think I've seen them, uh, well, once, once intentionally. Once I saw the Rat and Poison show when they did a pairing like that, uh, like 15 years ago or something like that. But the rest of the time, they're always opening. I will, uh, uh, I'm going to be the whole fair and balanced show. I've seen them where they play for like one hour and it's just like, you forget how many goddamn hits they had in the yep. radio and stuff like that. They, they were, the one time I saw them, they were tight. And the other time I've seen him, it sounded like Ricky Rocket was playing drums for another band. That he didn't—he didn't realize what band he was in. Nothing was—nothing was timed up right. So if they're playing for like an hour and you just get it real quick and you hear the skippity bop, you know, I will say this too: nothing but a good time. That song better than rock and roll all night. Hmm. They took the the idea and made it better. I think it's a better song. I'm going to say it right now. I'd uh, I'd probably prefer to listen to it now, but no, there, it's not a better song if you're just putting it on, on the merit of a song. But 
Now, I'll, I'll agree with your synopsis. So I saw them open up for Kiss on that Rock the Nation tour, and they were dreadful. Yeah. Uh, yep, that's, were, that's when they were dreadful. They that's were, when I they saw them. together at all. Um, nope. Then I saw them just a few years ago when I went down and shot them on the tour for, they were opening for Def Leppard. Uh, oh, that's like right. Four or five years ago. Yep. And th- they sounded tight. They, they, I mean, Not bad, right? Right, exactly. Not too bad. Um, so who knows? And they're a good fit for this, Bill. If, if you're into the, the, the two headliners, this is a, a great band to kind of slide in there and maybe pull in a few more tickets, but... Yeah, yeah, obviously poison's not my cup of tea. I like they're a, I like taking cheap shots at them, but uh, yeah, that's because they suck. Yeah. Plus, if you ever need tips on uh, the best thermos to get or or mm. bandana folding, bam, hit up Brett, social media influencer Brett Michaels. Correct. Happy Father's Day, Brett. Yeah, Happy Father's Day. into the, the the big thing now the so the tour kicks off and pretty much within about six seven songs into motley crew set my social media feed is all of a sudden only about motley crew and uh for those who are scoring at home if you had tommy lee bails after five songs uh congratulations you are the winner so uh what's gonna happen what like what most likely is gonna happen but uh uh, yeah. What uh, a surprise, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. I know if right away I hear three, but I think we've, we've confirmed he made it through five tunes. I've seen the list of the five that he played. And then, of course, uh, favorite fill-in drummer Tommy Klufatos was uh, on hand. Two Tommies. Two Tommies. So, yeah, you're just one Tommy into another Tommy. It's all good, basically. Um, and meanwhile, you know, uh, you got <laughs> Rick Allen going, four cracked ribs. I, I don't have an arm, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great meme. That's right. <laughs> Guy right after you has got one arm, you fucking puss. And and, and, and meanwhile, Mick's like, Mick Mars is like, wait, I'm dead. Wait, wait so, so not playing for a couple shows is on the table? 
<laughs> you guys seen me? <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I mean. Alex, I'm up here. Alex uh, Alt of the Sly Dog Podcast messaged me, and he said, you know, Mick looked great, though. I was, and I'm like, you and I have different definitions of the term great. <laughs> well, looks great. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, Corpse of If he's out there kicking it, you know what? He sounded, the guitar sounded good, all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's like, they prop him up in his spot and take the two-wheeler off stage until the show's over and then come back out and get him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, basically, at this point, Mick Mars is the real life version of the band from Chuck E. Cheese. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like he's totally like just animatronic, he's like yeah. hardly animatronic and everything like that. But he does plays his part, shows up on time. He's a good guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it doesn't break his ribs. It does do you think that Tommy <laughs> also have has any a bunk? left? They're just dust. <laughs> he does not even a skeleton. He doesn't even know what a rib is. Uh, <laughs> rib. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I, I, you know I don't like this term. Mick Mars as a guitar player, underrated. This is bananas. Hands down, hundred yeah, percent. We've talked we've had, about it before, but yeah. Uh, by the way, before we continue, this shows the age of this podcast. Okay, we have, and I brought this up to you. One of our first episodes that if you want some more Motley, I say go back to like episode 30 or something like that. We do the whole uh, I think it's the All Bad Things end in Chipotle. I think yeah. it's called that. Yeah. Something like that. It's like the end of the tour. We, It's like uh, we cover the end when they retired their mm-hmm. last show. And now I think that's 2015. So seven years later, we are talking about this again. So that shows the age of this show. So <laughs> come on. First off, come on. We didn't pod fade. We yeah. made it through two. We made it through Motley Crue retiring and coming back. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I believe uh, uh, you made the joke back then that the uh, Mick Mars basically funded their early tours with his AARP discount at hotels. <laughs> That's true. I forgot. <laughs> Even back in the eighties. So we, we, right. we've been uh, riffing on the AARP uh, since, wow. since the beginning, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that ten percent it adds up over over time. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, they have to eat at three o'clock in the afternoon for dinner, though, for the early bird special. But but it's it's, you know, it was the early days. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so so I, you know, so Motley, so Tommy broke some ribs, maybe fell out of the bunk yeah, bed. Yeah, maybe we like should his. actually cover, cover that. I don't know. We kind of skipped over that. Tommy Lee says he has hairline fractures, cracks in four, not one, not two, not three, but four ribs, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing I saw, well, I'll tell you what, did you want to kind of go through his, uh, what he said to the crowd on stage? Sure. You don't hear for drummers too much, but Tommy, he has some things to say sometimes, most, mostly involving a titty cam, um, <laughs> you know, when he's on stage and everything like that. But, you know, so imagine you're at the show and you're five songs in and all of a sudden the drummer starts talking. What's he going to say? What's, what kind of news does Tommy have to share with us? Yeah, usually it's Bobby he, Blotzer doing this, not Tommy Lee. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's right. This is usually Blotzer's deal. He's kind of interfering with uh, anyway. Bobby Blotzer's rat routine. Uh, he goes, Tommy gets, gets in front of the drums, I'm assuming. I haven't seen the video. It says, uh, we did it. You did it. We did it. We're fucking here. Okay. Anyway, what I've got to tell you is about 14 days ago, I fucking broke not one, not two, not three, but four fucking ribs right here. I wish I had a fucking badass story like me and Connor McGregor fucking scrap out in some fucking (laughs) fucking bar or something. But I don't. The doctors told me no playing, bro. No playing. And I was like, are you fucking high, bro? We got a fucking tour to do. So anyway, I ain't sitting out for shit. My boy's going to help me out here and I'll see you guys later. On with the goddamn show. So I just got to tell you right now, 
I see the the seeds, the beginning of a TED talk for uh, <laughs> for for Tommy Lee here. What do you think? A TEDx talk. That's a TEDx talk yeah. for hundred percent. I mean, there there are so many motivating pieces of this. He is a wordsmith. Um, there's no, there's not one drop of bananas in this speech, which I would, I was very and that, upset that about. That on its own merit is bananas. Bananas. There's a bro, there's no rad, so there's definitely some tweaks. What I'm saying is the seeds. If he adds the bananas and, and the rad into it and keeps the bro, I think that we have TED Talk at least. I'm, he's getting booked right now. There's an hour. Wouldn't you like to see an hour Tommy Lee TED Talk? I would. I, and uh, hearing all that um, repeated back to me, I, I was surprised. Didn't, weren't you expecting more like F-bombs? Yes, I was. There's definitely about about seven fucks that was missing out of that uh, that, <laughs> that talk. But I'm yeah, Rad and Bro is in there, so uh, yeah, so that's good. But uh, but yeah, so so I, I have to tell you, I have seen. Have you? There was one other time when I went to see Motley, and it wasn't when Tommy wasn't in the band, but he was in a sling, and they had some other drummer playing for them. This was not during like the Samantha from Hole. I know. The, yeah, and there was a time on the uh, the the. All things, all bad things must end tour where he, That's he missed what it a was. few shows. Okay. The, yeah, and and I, so I saw one of them, he, and he, but Tommy still came out and basically had the titty cam. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> He's, he was like still contracted for a Motley show. He has to come out and he came out like several times interrupting the show with his bullshit. Like this, I'm like, just fucking, if you're, just go away, man. Does he still play the piano for Home Sweet Home, I wonder? He pretends to play the piano. Yeah. 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 Probably, he, yeah, something like that. But, uh. What do you have to say about the show itself? Like, I don't know what else you want to say about well, the, yeah, you know, I, the, the I, drummer I, takes in. Uh, on, uh, Tommy then kind of elaborated a little more on his own uh, Instagram page. He's, oh, he said, okay. man, y'all ain't going to believe this shit. I broke four fucking ribs. I've been re- but I've been resting and healing, and even though the doctor tells me I shouldn't play at all, you know I'm stubborn, and I'll beast through the pain Ooh. every show for as many songs as I can. And have no fear, but Tommy Klufidos is here to help me out until I'm back at 100%. We all been waiting years for this moment. There's no way I'm missing this. On with the show, Tommy Lee. Uh, okay. So, yeah, look, I'd, I would like to find out kind of what happened. Uh, maybe, Like I said, maybe he fell out of bed, too. It's a drummer thing. They, 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 they're, they're just, they, they sleep drum, and then they roll out of bed all the time. I will say that the article that I read that quote from said that the greatest thing he goes, what has to be the most Tommy Lee thing <laughs> that Tommy Lee could do as he broke ribs right before this tour? You know it was something stupid. Yeah, it had to be. It maybe like slipped running around the pool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Something like that. Uh, Nothing... But uh, look, and there's been people uh, commenting about, you know, on different levels, basically shredding him, you know, saying get well, all that kind of stuff. Of right. course, you're going to get the, the customary stuff. But Nikki Six had, had some words for those people. Um, and he, mm. on his own social media, went to uh, say the fact that Tommy was told by the doctor to not play with four broken ribs and he beasted half our show is a miracle. We are a band and are proud of his strength. He is doing the whole tour and day by day adding more songs. What a fucking animal. Anybody out there ever break your ribs? So a couple things I'd like to say. Uh, He's clearly bad at math. Five songs out of 16 is not half. It's less than a third. Uh, Just Mm. semantics, maybe. I don't know. Um, and then uh, they both use the term beast. I'm going to beast through, and he yeah, beasted I was gonna say through. I, I've never yeah. heard that before, and it's, it seems like, why are you guys using this 
I mean, you old guys trying to be cool or something. I, I know, know the beast mode, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I don't think this is the right attack um, because. Look, he broke his ribs. I don't know what you can do about that. Uh, but they've clearly known if it was 14 days ago. And they have a drummer in place that's trained and ready to go at the drop of a hat. This is something that probably could have been at least mentioned. Hey, you know, um, and, and should it be? I'm not even sure. Maybe they, they were hoping that he'd be able to do the whole show. There's reason to think that. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I don't know how critical to be of any of this stuff. I, but... I, I guess last night they supposedly played. I haven't heard if he played any songs at all. This makes it sound like every day he's going to do five or more songs mm-hmm. um, until he's 100%. But I, I honestly don't know. And again, Titty Cam, Home Sweet Home, he's still going to be out there for that stuff. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if the Titty Cam still exists in this day, in this culture. Yeah. But uh, but I just find it very amusing. Well, but, uh, they made such a big deal about like they showing a picture on Instagram of like them the rehearsal door says band members only, and you should have put dot 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 and also Tommy Clufatos. So yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because he clearly saw... look if he was resting two weeks ago, he wasn't rehearsing. Right. Here you go. I mean, if you look, if can we comment on the 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 show itself? Yeah, let's get into it, man. So I saw some, uh, you talk about skippity bop. I think that somebody shared a video of, of what we've always said is <laughs> Vince's, Vince's biggest nemesis is the song Shout Out the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think he's ever, like you said, I think he blew out, I don't know if it was your comment or something like that. You said like he blew out his, his, he actually tried to sing the words for the first time and like. <laughs> his larynx th- flew out his ex- neck. Exploded. Yeah. All you have to do is just listen to this clip of him going. I mean, there's not a single word that's making any sense. He complained about that song back in the day though. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, hey, there's one prediction that uh, Vince didn't let us down. He absolutely looks no better than he did and sounded exactly no better than he did. He <laughs> he showed up and Vince kneeled the shit out of that show. <laughs> Nice. Uh, so here, here's the thing on that is that I look at this the set list um, from the from the opening night, and again, it's one of these things where you look at this. I love all these songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I, the set list is great, except for they do this weird thing where if you want even more weird stuff like breaking ribs, like, hey, you know what I need? We made a joke about the song "Sex." I need to hear a live version of the song "The Dirt" with Machine Gun Kelly on stage. Yeah. So hopefully that's hopefully that's now. Here's my other thing: is why is the Machine Gun Kelly playing the drums when he broke his ribs? Huh? Yeah, he Getting took drum lessons he's, for the movie. He plays it. Yeah, he's, he's a musician. He plays a good Tommy Lee. Come on, this is supposed to be rock and roll. That'd be the the biggest cred ever for that guy. Oh my there. god! Slipknot fans I, would just like, okay, I'm good. The guy can play the drums. <laughs> Slipknot fan. So yeah, I would be one hundred percent in if if they could have pulled that off. He comes out in his Tommy Lee wig, wearing his yeah. fucking shot at the devil outfit. 
fucking we're in the speedo. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the the, the, the little banana hammock look, like, like, look. Yeah, same thing. Like the feel good, where he just has like I think he had like uh, suspenders maybe or something like that. Yeah, something like and that. A, like a jock strap. Next to nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised. Some I mean, he was wearing a tank top. You know, you kind of expect him to be shirtless, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, come on, man. We need to see it. <laughs> we need to see it. We uh, see, it's probably because you can see the ribs all broken. Now, you actually, know, it's just exposed. Uh, we, we've talked a lot about uh, who's actually going to be going to these things because the ticket prices don't really seem to be conducive, and all the tickets are still available for any show that hasn't been uh, played yet. There was a shot, uh, a video of, I think it's when Tommy's doing his little stage rap uh, about... But here's the thing, guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway... Uh, from a distance, it looks pretty full, but when you get down there, there was a lot of move to room to move, at least around this. So, and you're five songs deep into to Motley, so you can't give me the the Joan Jets the opener kind of argument. There right. was there was plenty of people that didn't plenty of seats that didn't get sold as I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plenty we, did. I'm sure nobody's losing their money losing money on this, but I did notice a lot of people uh, that the on the floor though there was a lot of people that were drinking because robots again liquid. Oh, right. Uh, Rust. You know, Rust robots. actual robots. Sam from uh, Uh Phantom of the Park was down there. The whole front row is Sam. Just Sam's. (laughs) Just duplicates of him. (laughs) All taking pictures. I will say this, too. Because I'm always a ray of positivity these days. The the fact is, is that what I have always liked, even even when I'm I'm shitting on Motley, is that they always are creative with their stage, Mm -hmm. too. Like I saw from the clips of what's going on. I don't. I don't know what is going on, but there's, there's, they do something different every time. Yeah. So it's like they, they do that part. So the production of this tour looks uh, pretty, pretty badass, like almost like Stones level of, you see those just, just the, the size of the stage and the scope of it. So I'll give them props for that too. I'd have no deal with Def Leppard because they're, now I guess they're rotating. I don't know if that's true or not. That's but, what I heard. But, it was going to be the different one each night going on live. So that's interesting too. Uh, back to do forth. it that way. Uh, I'll put my cards to the table. If the tickets are thirty or forty bucks for this for for good seats, I would go if, just for show material. I so. think that's uh, that's my plan too. I'm just going to wait till the week of the show, hit up uh, Ticketmaster and see what they're going for. Exactly. So and, and then get, download get an app of... because I can't look at it on the website. Um, right. Uh, open the yeah. app and then that app will take me to a website where my ticket will then be. So I think that we should do though is for because we need to be uh, you know legit rock journalists is when we're doing the sh- if we do go on our own you know going to to the show together separately. Mm-hmm. So we like to say from different towns is we like in our little notes app, just put how many course lights we've had when, <laughs> at the point of the show when we're evaluating just to say like, like, you know, if Motley, if Motley egg is the last person going on, you know, that's, you know, a five or six course lights uh, yeah. level of, uh, of quality. <laughs> you see that, the, the reviews, the review keeps going. They, every band gets better as the day goes yeah. along. You know what I mean? That's my so. experience. Uh, <laughs> one more course light. And then, you know, then we're in the sweet spot. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, that's right. You know, from what I, could tell and again just cell phone video so not real easy didn't hear a ton of what i thought would backing tracks it sounded as thin as a normal band should i don't know one guitar bass mm-hmm. and drum so uh yeah but uh yeah right ice tommy ice up son uh you got to get back uh, behind that kid uh i, I do think exactly. it matters. 
I do, I do think too. All right, man, you want to get out of here? You got Father's Day shit to do? I do. Got a big day planned of uh, a lot of nothing. So the weather's Me nice. Well. I'm going to sit on the back porch and pass out with some Coors Lights. Uh, yeah, I'm a, perfect. I'm going to go disc. I'm going to find some children and disqualify them. <laughs> go ruin an eight year old's life today, LC. It's your your call. It's my it's my day. <laughs> All right, buddy. Happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to you. Rock's not dead, but a crack for ribs. I love Pat Smear, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, who do you think regrets their name they chose more, him or Jizzy Pearl? Uh, man, I'm, I'm thinking. I, you know who who probably regrets it more is Pat because I don't think Jizzy has the uh, has the, I guess like awareness of the fact that he named himself himself cum shot times two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He does. Okay. Yeah. All right.